All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pro Show. My name is Frank Menken, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Joe Murray. Hello. We are You're- giggling our little butts off. We are. <laughs> um, oh, boy. Joe and I were just talking about how um, how we're getting a bit too comfortable with um, with the whole recording process, especially yes. considering we're in the comfort of our own homes. Um, yeah, so how good. It's great, but like... <laughs> Man, month two really be hitting hard, don't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling it. <laughs> um, yeah, this is our second... This is, We're officially two months into podcasting, which Woo-hoo. is which is pretty fucking exciting. How good. Um, our fir- well, almost. We're, we're almost there. We st- our first episode we went start? live on March 7th. What's the um, date? Oh, 3rd. It is the 3rd of May. Um, and I'm not sure if we... Did we post that one straight away or did we wait? No, I think that was straight away. I think that was like right after we recorded oh, it. No, I remember because I edited it. I edited it um, at a rehearsal. So it was like two days after we recorded. So we're almost like, uh-huh. we're like two days away from two months of recording our first episode, which is exciting. That is exciting. Oh, it's, wow. I, I, sh- I should mention that we, we pre-record these. So March, March 3rd is, March 3rd, May 3rd <laughs> is today. And this episode goes up tomorrow at. At 12. May 4th. That, that would be May 4th, um, for those of you who cannot count. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, how's, how's your week been? What have you been up to? My week has been good. Um, last week of uni, I'm on break now. Woo! Oh, um, sick. So, it has been a little stressful finishing everything off, but good. Gave That's the studio sick. a good clean today. Hell so, yeah. Life Mine is, is great. very messy. You can see it like... I can, yeah. Just in the background there. I've I don't got, know like, if a, I... But, it's a pile of computers and then a dog bed and then, wait, over this... Oh, the video podcast is having a great time right now. Audio podcast is, <laughs> is a bit fucked. Um, hang on. Can I get it? There. Yeah, this, what is that? That is the... You know the, like, thingies that go in the back of your car to, like, hide your shit? I thought that's what it was. <laughs> it's, it's one of them. Um, <laughs> while we're all looking at my camera... Um, yeah, oh, yes. My yes. webcam is very pretty. It's funny um, to see the difference between, like, my visual setup and... Yeah, Frank's right. visual setup. You can tell I, who the um, the video <laughs> geek is in the in the group. <laughs> well, I mean, I also have a better microphone than you, so I mean, yeah. Well, I'm kind look, of on top on both fronts, aren't I? It's a bit a bit sad for you, isn't it? Yeah, but I know more than you do, so <laughs> that it's is fine. very true. That is incredibly <laughs> true, and I really should not have this. We should have swapped microphones, actually. No, because I need mine for work. Yes. I, sorry, I get paid. Hey, there's to nothing do wrong stuff. with this one. This is a good microphone. <laughs> it is a very good microphone. Um, it's just a USB yeah. one, so. It's kind of trash, but it's fine. Yeah. It's good. You know what's really rough, though, is that, like, this... So, this... I, I mentioned this to you before the podcast, but, like, mm. this part where my where, where my camera is set up... Because I'm using a camera as a webcam. Canon, and it, Canon released, like, a webcam utility this week, which is fucking amazing. Would recommend if you have a Canon camera that is... Um, what's the word? Like... Compatible. compatible. That's the word. Um, would recommend. But the only spot on my desk and, like, behind my desk where it can go is it right here... And facing this way, which is like the storage and like random shit side of my studio. Mm. This side of the studio that the camera cannot see is the <laughs> side, is literally the the entire side of the studio that I've set up for recording and filming. <laughs> and it's the it's like super neat and organized and like and it's the one really, part you can't use. It is the one part I cannot use. I wonder if I could like angle. The, hang on, I'm gonna I'm gonna try this. Um, I'm gonna try and angle. Didn't you I'm gonna set up the focus and everything already. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. I I trust. Um, Audio listeners, oh, no, you must. My, compu- my computer is in. The- oh. <laughs> my computer's in the way. <laughs> it's like, see, like that. This is my computer, 
And then on the <laughs> other side of my computer, just imagine that it's really neat and put together. It is really nice. It is really nice. Audio listeners need to swap to video after yeah. this episode. Check out the video podcast. Um, that's that's the part of the... Where am I in focus? Hang on. Uh, <laughs> that's the part of the podcast that I put all the effort into. Joe does all the all the sound mixing and, and everything, and I mm-hmm. do the editing and stuff. So if, if the video podcast looks shit, you can blame me. If the audio podcast sounds shit, you can je- you can blame Joe. Yes. Um, Joe, do you want to do you want to you want to give a tour of your beautiful clean space now? Of mine, considering I've I mean, I've I've explained how beautiful my space is on the side that no one can fucking see. I'm on I'm on a laptop though, and it's like oh true, plugged okay. into everything. Yeah, maybe. Well, maybe <laughs> maybe don't then. <laughs> got it's like, for the bears. Got my monitor plugged in, my microphone and headphones and charger. Yeah, no. Nah. Man, you're wireless really, mouse. You really oh, he's, I, man, I have like nothing wireless actually. I feel you should like get I, on it. I even have a wireless keyboard. See, I'm, which is kind of pointless like, when you have a laptop. But I'm just not on that game, you know. Like, I am a very much a wired person because I like the the performance that it gives. Yeah, like, I. Yeah, this is a pain. Yeah, see, mine's it's, just like plug in and it's done. Although, that being said, I think my mouse my mouse is really old. My mouse is like six years old, which is real old for like mouse mice terms. Yeah. Right. Um, and every time, like occasionally, <laughs> I've just been like killing ports on the back of my computer because I think the mouse short circuits occasionally. <laughs> and so like, I'm pretty sure the ports on the back of my motherboard, I'm just like frying them one by one with oh, my no. mouse. And I can't afford to get a new computer or a new mouse at the moment. So it's just, I'm just kind of dealing with it at the moment. Yeah, right. But like, I'm pretty sure that every restart, it fixes itself. So I'm assuming that it's like a software issue and not a physical like you think so. issue hopefully but i'm really it's <laughs> really a bit scary <laughs> yeah it is a bit scary yeah um i need to get on that wide mouse because every now and then my my cursor just kind of flicks the other side of the screen <laughs> so i was editing something the other day and i was sort of i went too like too far past it i was highlighting a bit to cut out in yeah. um, pro tools went too far past it and i was slowly coming back and i just saw it and i was like yes and then all of a sudden <laughs> the cursor was like yeet to the other <laughs> side of the <laughs> It's like, it's like I'm session. over here now. This is my home. Yeah. And then I just it highlighted the whole track and just oh, it's really it like I want to edit something from three years ago. <laughs> like fuck you, you're not getting any work done. So yeah, that was yeah. Why Man. I'm I'm seriously considering swapping back. Yeah, I nice. mean you probably should. Uh, although does your like laptop have enough ports to support that? Or I have like um, adapter thingy. Oh, dudes. that's smart. That's really smart. Yeah. Um, we, I mean, we we talked about this before the podcast that this episode is going to be fucking wild because we're both a bit loony at the moment with yeah. the whole like self isolation shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Just, I feel like I feel like the first five minutes of this podcast have already illustrated this point very well. Mm, yeah. Man. Yes. Um, do you want to talk about the Ed Sheeran thing? Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Last week we sort of briefly mentioned the lawsuit that Ed Sheeran had. With yeah. um, thinking out loud, and I did a little bit of research. And Are you proud of you? So I didn't know what song it was. Well, let me just. There we go. Um, but it was um, but the Marvin Gaye song. Um, Let's get it on. Mm-hmm. And I listened to it before, and I was like, I don't know about you. I didn't see straight I away re- at least i really hear it i hear it very clearly actually like, the chord progression's the same yeah it's in a different key i think but chord progression's the same 
Yeah, it has a similar like laid back R and B style. Let's get it on it's a bit more jazzy. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's a difficult one, but I I do really really hear it. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. In the in the thingy that I read, because I also researched it. Mm. Um, the I, I read the legal document, the one that like is actually like the 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 what's it called, like the suey thingy. Yeah, like. Yeah. Um, and it said it literally says that it'll sorry. It alleges that it copies the melody, rhythms, harmonies, drums, bassline, backing chorus, tempo, syncopation, and looping. Whoa, okay. Um, <laughs> so that's like everything. Which is like basically <laughs> the whole song, except for lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> and key. Um, melody as well? I didn't get that. Yeah, I definitely I did. I don't know how you don't hear this. I don't know. I hear like the chord progression, percussion similar. Um, what else? I don't know. They're just general vibe. Yeah, um, I think I, th- I th- honestly think that that's probably the biggest issue is is how similar the vibe, the vibe is. is. Maybe I didn't. I guess I haven't listened. En- I didn't listen enough of "Let's Get It On" to hear the whole melody. Maybe yeah. the chorus is similar. Yeah, more similar than I thought. I that's fair. Yeah, man. But it's it it is interesting though. Like, did you did you manage to find how much um like they settled for in the end? Um, oh, I think I did read it. Uh, hundred million. Hun- no. No, no, decided wrong. that a hundred million copyright infringement. That's what that's what he was being sued for. He was being sued for a hundred million. Oh right. But they actually did settle on an amount, even though even though Ed Sheeran denied all of the allegations, oh. he still fucking settled. So there's what? obviously something going on there. If and and do you want me to tell you the amount he settled for? Yeah, put it right here. Yeah. So in so the lawsuit started in 2016, 17 when the song was released. Mm. Um, in twenty seventeen, Ed Ed Sheeran settled it for twenty million dollars. Um, right. So which he is just like so he paid twenty million dollars. Yeah. Um, which is just like fucked. Oh no, sorry, incorrect. Um, I'm lying to you. I didn't read the full <laughs> sentence. <laughs> that this is this is for another song that he was sued for, which is Photograph. Oh. He, got, he settled for twenty million dollars for the song Photograph. Well, which he was what also song sued was for. he done for with that? Like, what was a um, similar song? Let me Google that because <laughs> I don't have that information prepared. Wow. Um, so. Yeah, I don't know. Um, copyright. Oh, yeah, we got onto this last week with copyright and being so a bit dumb sometimes. And yeah, it's really difficult. It's such a difficult thing. Oh fuck off! It was. It was. Um, he got accused of copying a song from an X from an old X Factor winner called Amazing. Oh. Um, okay, but he just he just settled. He, right. I think he didn't really want to deal with it, but that was for the amount of twenty million dollars. So he did settle for the full amount, um, hmm. which is interesting. But I remember there being there a go. lot of shit about that because it's like it's just like it was, it was something stupid. Like they did, they had the same progression, but it was like a really like commonly used scale, so it, it was really stupid. And didn't uh, make sense. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Really stuff, strange. Copyright. Really, really strange. It is. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, go. I was just going to say, because we all have influences, like creative influence, and then... Oh, 100%. And then, you know, so obviously he must have gotten that chord progression idea from that song, at least. Yeah. And then 
And yeah, it's, it's just fr- it's just weird that like it's it's frustrating with your subconscious because like when mm. I was writing music as well, I would do that all the fucking time. Yeah, where it's like Actually, you write you write a song and you're like, wow, that's amazing, and then you show it to someone, and they go, oh, is that this song? And you're like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I you're think like, I fuck wrote it, it is. There was a song I wrote in high school, and it had like similar words and yeah and melody to this other song. Or I'd sort of combined two songs that I already knew and yeah. had yeah similar words to one and then same melody as the other and i was like this song sounds so good because it was so familiar to me and then yeah. i yeah you're like no. wow this could be played on the radio yeah it's because it had been like for the <laughs> like- last four or five years <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Man. i uh, got i got really into like that hobo johnson watsky slam poetry style of music yeah um yep. for a little bit for like six months i was writing music like that mm. and i wrote this one song that i was super fucking proud of i was like man this is sick this is awesome i love it yeah um and i went i went busking up on the sunshine coast with this song um mm. and i <laughs> i played this song and someone chucks a like a thing in the hat and goes man i fucking love I can't even remember the song, but it was like, I fucking love that song from Hobo Johnson. And I was like, sorry? Uh, and he goes, yeah, I think you got the words a bit wrong though. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, Damn that's it. fine. <laughs> Guess that's not my song. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that oh, shit's always funny. really interesting. It's hard, I think. Yeah. Um, and sometimes the, um, the pe- like the jury or... Or the judge. No, maybe not the judge. Whatever. They're not like... The judge, jury, and executioner. Yes. They're not not as musically, I guess... Inclined. um, Yeah, I didn't want to say that. Oh. They're not music nerds. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm trying... They're not super nerdy. Like, they haven't studied it heaps. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. They're probably just like a random jury that's like, oh, that sounds similar somewhat. Yeah. 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 So. Which I think is the case for that, like, Marvin Gaye thinking out loud thing. Like, mm. yes, they're similar, but I think it's that that does sound very coincidental. Whereas, like, the Katy Perry Dark Horse one, you listen to it and you're like, that's the that's the same fucking song. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which is rough. Um, um, speaking of sound and shit, though, like, yes. do you want to... Because NVIDIA released their new, like, RTX voice mm. thingy, which is fucking wild. Yeah, um, what the heck? And I sent it to you this week. Um, do mm. you want to talk a little bit about that? Like what, like your I, thoughts on it? That is insane. I think that's cr- like I that actually blew my mind. I thought they were fully, you know, um, what's the word? They were faking it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say botching it, but that's not the right word. No. Um, yeah, I thought they were fully faking it, and then he turns the the filter off and back on again. And yeah, what the heck? It was crazy. Yeah. Um the I'll I'll link the I'll see if I can find the video and I'll link it in the in the description of the the podcast and stuff. But mm. man, it was wild. Yeah, so he's like, yeah, he's go. sitting there with like his microphone in front of him and then he gets a fan and it's like that's a it's a big fan. It's like and a, it's a it's powerful an industrial fan. fan. Yeah. Like it's and a he, it's a proper one. And he puts it on his lap and he's holding it and it's blowing at the microphone and then he's got um, then he <laughs> and you can't hear anything, so it's almost like the fan's not on. Then he picks up a hammer, no, you can, but and you can starts, hear him talking. Yeah, like and he's it talking really into the clear. Mic. Um, and then he just starts hitting the desk with a hammer, like tapping a hammer on the desk. Yeah, it's crazy. And you can't hear any. You can't hear it at all. And then so, he turns it off, and it's like. <laughs> 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 
that's exactly what it's like. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, so it sounded like an industrial place, not like bad beatboxing. Excuse yes, you. That was, <laughs> <laughs> that was A plus beatboxing. Man, don't you love those people that are like, I'm so good at beatboxing. Like, and they just walk mm-hmm. around and beatbox all the I'm thinking of someone very specific and I don't know if you're catching onto my wavelength, but like we I went to school with them. Um, and they spent like three years just walking around like... Uh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. All the time. Yeah. Or actually, that, I, that's not specific. Oh, I was like, I, yeah, no, I there was like four know of them. Talking now. But I know who like, you're talking about now. Yeah. But <laughs> that shit was wild. <laughs> um, but like mad respect, like beatboxing is hard. And oh, like, yeah. the fact that you're out here practicing every single day, no shame, just like, I, yeah. I can't, I can't beatbox. I'm not going to pretend that I can. Like, <laughs> these people, no. that's like, that's dope as fuck. But mm. man, it's it crazy was, what some people can do. Yeah, but it's just funny. It's like, I think everyone learning an instrument or skill for the first time is always going to be funny. Like, there is no, oh, yeah. there's no way around it. Like, I'm sure your first songs that you wrote were <laughs> utter trash. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do, you re- do you remember the first thing that you wrote? Um, no. No? <laughs> no, I can't what's, put my finger what, on one thing. What's the first thing that you, like, r- would remember writing or, like, producing or something? Um, uh, I don't know. Probably something when we used the door, so uh, DAW in yep. school, the one they had at school, which was Mixcraft. Oh, true. Yeah, I forgot um, about that. And so it had a massive library of. Um, oh, yeah, it was like GarageBand, but like times four. Yeah, and except it was just dumb. Like. Oh, do you do you remember the? Oh, what was it? There was like the 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 voice sound effects where it was like, oh yes, yeah, there was little there was little audio things of people just doing voice things like. Oh, and no, remember when we we, (laughs) so Joe and I made this whole song right where it was it was all voice sounds. Oh man! And there were just these little loops of just people doing that. I think I submitted oh. that for an assessment at one point. Actually, did you actually? Yeah, I think I submitted it. I can't even remember for what, but I'm pretty sure I'll have to ask. I'll have to yeah. ask Big Man if yeah. I submitted it. Do I was going to say his name, and then I remembered I probably shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. But yeah, probably something from that. Um, I saved a few of my like year twelve ones that I did in there. Yeah, but they were dope. Yeah, they were pre- they're pretty cool. I'm re- I'm pretty proud of them. <laughs> I remember your I remember your um what was it like films your film score one was yeah, so sick. I did I did a couple for film. I that's when I I did one in grade eleven and it was awesome. Like mm. I really liked it, and then I sort of went with that yeah. vibe through grade twelve and it just yeah yeah because you did because we had what was it we had the choice of like we could for our final assessment we could write an essay we could. Mm. Um, write music or we could perform, I think. Yeah, and it was... Like, almost everyone did performance, so you were the only one that did composition. Yeah, but yeah. Oh, no, it was like... Because it had to be practical, I think. So, performance, performance, composition. I think one was, um like, directing, like, band directing. Oh, yeah, and you were going to do that, and then you did I didn't. thought about it. Yeah, I, I remember that. I thought that'd be cool. But then, like, the just the quality of the, of the school band, I thought... Yeah, Maybe not. man, this is not interesting content. <laughs> no, <laughs> but like it's, it's it's fun reminiscing. Like maybe it it's is, interesting to hear us talk about it. I don't know. Um, let's, let's let's like rewind back to the noise canceling <laughs> yeah, stuff. Okay. So, um, yeah. 
Uh, oh, actually, no. Before we do that, I want to yeah. talk because I found that's that's what I wanted to talk about. That's how we got here. We were talking about um, the first things we made. That's how we got to this. Point. Oh yes, yes, yes. That I actually still want to talk about that. Okay, what was the first thing you made, or do you want to talk about what I made? Well, like I like I want to talk more about what you made, but like I know what my first thing that I made was. Well, I can't think. Um, I can't remember the first thing, but it would have been. I do remember one electronic quotation marks. Yeah. Um, assignment in school that was just made up of those pre-recorded like synth lines. I feel like everyone did that at some point. Like even if they didn't, even if they weren't a music kid, like they had the GarageBand app on their phone and they spent yeah. like six hours putting all these loops in and then they go up to their parents and be like, mom, look, I made a song. And it'd be like, and you'd just be sitting there like fucking vibing. Just like, yeah. Yep. I and remember like, listening. That's like, great, sweetie. Like, you're like, doing really put, well. I was like, I'm going to put the biggest bass drop in this thing. It's going to be sick. <laughs> Pull out this pre-recorded. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it's always it's those so whoosh good. sounds that always that are always so good. Just a. <laughs> 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 oh man, you just chuck that in anywhere, and it's instantly an electronic. Instantly hit, a banger. You know? Instantly. <laughs> So that yeah. would have been the fir- one of the first things I made. That was yeah. mega cringe. Interesting. But yeah. Mm. Um, I remember the first thing that I made um, for photos, at least. I don't remember the first thing I made for like music or anything. But um, yeah, that I was <laughs> I was far too open with like this with like my photography stuff because like I posted fucking everything that I that I yeah. took photos of basically. Um, yeah. Right. And I remember the first time I like took a photo and was like, that's a fucking, that's a sick photo. There's such, I actually still have, I have all of my photos. I've never deleted a photo I've taken, um, which I'm actually really proud of. So I have like up, oh fuck. I keep like going to point at stuff because I'm so used to (laughs) facing that way. There's a, there's a, there's a cabinet on that side of the room that has all my important shit in it. And one of those things is my very first hard drive, which has all of my first photos and stuff. Like, I used I used basically the same hard drive from essentially what's like 2016 to 2019 because I wasn't using it that much. Right. It was like a one terabyte wow. drive, so it has like everything on there from um, all the stuff I took from my old computer and put on mm. that hard drive from pre 2016, then all the photos I took from 2016 to 2019, um, right. and that was a one terabyte drive. And I it was I I put it away at the end of last year. For context, um, I have a new drive this year. Um, that I've been using. It's also a one terabyte drive and I have 500 gigs left. So Whoa. Um, I'm, I am fucking blasting through that bitch. Yes. Um, You're yeah. like pumping out some really good, like lots of stuff at the moment though. Yeah. Cause I have nothing else to do. Yeah. That's right. I like, I still have work. I still have to work, which I'm very thankful mm. for, but um, I have a lot more time. And the, uh, the advantage is that, like, I don't ha- I can't get models. I can't go out and shoot people. I can't shoot, I can't go sh- out and shoot buildings. Like, yeah, I have to, I, I have me, myself, my studio and my immediate surroundings. So, like, mm. I've delved a lot more into Photoshop and that sort of thing, which is really cool. I've gotten a lot into, like, composite, com- fuck, composites. That's the word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I kept, my brain kept going compost. It's compost. The word you're looking for is compost. <laughs> <laughs> no brain um, it's not compost no brain leave it alone <laughs> um but yeah, yeah no it's been it's been really really interesting actually um mm. get, getting into that because i've never like i've used i've used photoshop a lot for my work 
Um, yeah. But more in like a, in a more simple sense in like, oh, I'll do a little bit of touch-ups here or I'll like change the color there slightly and that sort of thing. But for the most part, um, essentially all of my editing gets done in Lightroom, um, which is which right. is just like a, a basic, well, it's not a basic, but it's a, it's a photo editing application that like lets you change everything about your photos. You've got like your basic exposure settings so you can change your highlights, your whites, your blacks, your shadows, your exposure, your contrast. Mm-hmm. And then it goes into like color editing and, and uh, um, lens correction and that sort of thing. So it, go, it, it, get, it starts base level and it can get very complicated. But yeah. like I basically only use that for my photo editing. Um, and I used Photoshop occasionally if I was doing like model portraits or something like that where you want to like have their skin smooth and that sort of thing because that's the industry standard that sort of thing um and like i had i have the i had the knowledge and skills to pull off larger scale stuff but i just didn't like i just didn't feel the need to because i was like oh i can why would i do it in photoshop if i can do it in camera like what's the point um Mm. but now i can't do it in camera so (laughs) don't really have a choice (laughs) um yeah like one of the one of the photos that I took this week is a picture is because I a lot of my work is based on self portraits and it it kind of always has been um, because mm. and I was thinking about this today actually which is rather which is rather um, rather handy I, like mm. the why why I prefer taking self portraits over shooting with models and I couldn't yeah. figure out why and I was thinking about it and I was like oh it's because it's easier for me to change the idea of a photo and conceptualize it and execute it myself without Mm. needing to rely on someone else. Like it's easier for me to direct myself. I'm just really bad at explaining what I want from someone. Um, Like when I I do fully understand that. Yeah. Like when I do shoots with models and stuff, I'll be like, okay, this is the creative vision that I want. This is what I have in my mind. But also that can absolutely change. And I don't like the idea of disappointing someone with a photo. That's not what they wanted or what, well, it's my creative vision, but it's not what they were expecting. Um, yeah. So I'd rather just it be a picture of me so I can do whatever the fuck I want with it, <laughs> yeah. which is really helpful. Yeah. No, um, that's the same thing just quickly with like artists yeah. working with artists. So yeah. if you, if you're producing your own stuff or, you know, making beats or anything like that, it's so easy because you're, it's just you, you know, there's only one creative mind in the project. Yeah. Yeah, and exactly. Then, yeah, when you bring someone else in and it can, like, it can, f- bring someone else into a project can completely ruin one because you both have different creative ideas, but it can make one awesome and yeah. so much better because because you have two creative minds. Um, yeah, exactly. But it, it, is, just, it broadens your horizons in a sense. Yeah, yeah. But it is really hard working with um, people and, and getting your ideas across without sounding... Condescending. You know, or getting or, annoying yeah. or... Yeah. yeah, I find that very difficult. Um, mm. And it's not even like, I don't find the explaining part hard. I find the like micro adjustments difficult because if I take a picture of myself and I'm like, mm. oh, I don't really like that placement of my hand or I don't like the way that my mouth is in that photo. Like I can just change that to how I want it rather than yeah. being like, oh, open your mouth more. And then they're like, and it's like, no, I actually <laughs> like slightly less like... It's just it's so much it's so much easier for me to just put it on a on a tripod and just go click and that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, a, and, and a lot of my work has at least for the past <clears throat> for the past six months, my work has been oh no more than that. It's been since like October November October. Fuck. When was the first self portrait I did? <laughs> Hang on. 
Um, it must I have been ages ago. August. August was yeah. my first self-portrait. It was the one with the blue background. That was my first self-portrait I ever took. Um, so for it's it's on my personal Instagram. So you you it's won't find it on my private on my public Instagram. Um, but from August last year, um, I've been taking self-portrait photos, and they've evolved so much in the past, like mm. six. Well, the past year basically. We're basically almost a year, like ten months basically. Um, yeah. And I have, I actually have the, I'm looking at the folder now and it's wild to see. I'm going to, I'm actually going to screen, screen share it quickly. I actually really, I'm just looking at this first photo that you're saying, the one with the blue background. It's so yeah. nice. Yeah. But it's so different to what I'm doing now, right? Like it just, yeah. um, I don't, I, unfortunately I don't have that picture here actually. Um, so, so we I'll just turn my phone around if, if you want to. Oh yeah. Fuck it. Might as well do that. Like, I'll just, yeah. It's pretty bad quality. Yeah. No, that's fine. Yeah. So that's yeah. the. That's the that's the it's that's cool. the that's the first self portrait I ever took. Mm. Um, but I'll share this because then you can kind of see the 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 evolution of of my self portraits, I guess. Um, so if I share it like this, so you oh, can see yeah. that now. So this is like the first. This is where I started getting serious with it. Where I was like, okay, I need to I need to start having uh, proper proper feelings about this. Like I need to plan these shoots beforehand. I need to have an idea of, of where this is going to go and what I'm going to do. Mm. Um, and, and then it kind of progressed into like more, it got, it got really dark for a while. I really liked my yeah. dark backgrounds. Um, yeah. And I did one Photoshop composite and I was like, Oh shit. I like that a lot. <laughs> um, and then I recently started getting really into that again, which is really nice. So this is this, these are from the past week. Um, so I took like a, a two month gap or so here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is this is the latest one. This one is is an exclusive. It is not up on Instagram yet. Ooh. Which is rather exciting. Let me see if I can make it extra, extra big. Um, not really. That's as big as it's gonna get. Uh. Um But yeah, no, it's 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 really weird. Um like looking back on my past work and, and looking back at where where I've been and what I've done. Mm. Because like you like and I, I'm sure you'll you'll relate to this in some sense, but like you make such gradual improvements that you don't really realize that you're improving. Yeah. Yeah. And then one day you like look back on your past work and you're like, wow, that's terrible. Like that's Mm -hmm. really bad. And like, if you give it the context of your experience and where you were at at that time, sure. It's, it's good. Like if I look back on my first photos, I can see the potential that was there. And not to say that I'm a fucking amazing photographer or 10 out of 10 now, but I can see the progress that I've made. Like, do yeah. you, do you feel the same way with your with your stuff? Yeah, fully. Um, even going back to the um, the film score stuff I did in high school, the stuff that I am still really proud of. Um, I listen back to even the mix of that now. <laughs> I was listening the other day, and it's like probably forty fifty percent of it is clipping because I was like, this just isn't loud enough. It needs right. to be louder. Um, because a lot of the, uh, for those who haven't heard of a lot of the music is, um, it's sort of like battle scene kind of music. So there's lots of drums and, and, um, and it gets pretty big, um, like really full and it's meant to be really epic and, and hard hitting, I guess. So, um, yeah, a lot of it was clipping. So every now, you know, through half of the song, you just hear, you know, oh, wow. and so although I'm, I'm really proud of the composition of it, I, listening to my mixes even just you know six months after that it's 
so much better. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I find that, yeah, the same thing that you were saying, you just, you make so such gradual improvements that you don't really notice in while you're doing it, but then you yeah. go back and listen even Which maybe is, w- 10 weeks ago or yeah. something. Which is why I find it so important to, A, keep your old work, like make mm-hmm. sure that you're saving it. Um, yeah. Someone told me that when I started shooting photos and I am so thankful that they did because it's like, mm-hmm. um, it's it's been such a good motivator to look back and be like, oh, I actually am improving. Like I am, yeah. I am getting better at my craft because it feels so slow. Um, yeah, yeah. Which is which is, I and I know you feel the same way. Is it's really frustrating when mm. you're working on something and and you just can't you just can't get it and you don't know why, and yeah. you just feel like you don't know anything and you feel really stupid. Yeah. Um, but then like you look back on 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 what you've done, you're like, wow, I couldn't have even gotten this far a year ago, or no. six months ago, or two months ago. Mm. Like it's it's insane. Yeah. Like the, I like, find I I yeah. can also give myself like feedback from from old projects so i'm you know i know things now that i had no idea of back then like even clipping obviously which is something that's just you don't do it now um and you know i look back at old projects and be like oh so i can do this better and 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 things like that so now my work is better just from looking back and being like oh now i need to make sure i'm getting this right because now i know how to fix it yeah, um, you you recognize though, your past mistakes. Yeah, even though I didn't know it was a mistake back then, but now yeah. I can hear that. Yeah, yeah. Now you have that 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 hindsight of like, oh, that's exactly what I've what I could have done to make that better, whatever that mm. is. <clears throat> like yeah. in, like it like to bring it back to to how we started this conversation. Like the first photo I ever posted, I posted basically all my like photos that I was super proud of and I always have that I'm super proud of on my photography Instagram um, at the Frank Menken mm. on Instagram if you want to if you want to follow it uh, <laughs> um, but I've always posted everything there um, and I've always found that really important on on a a on a saving it level um, like if one of my hard drives mm. fail I would rather have everything online in some capacity um, and yeah. I have them I have all my photos online in Google photos as well which is really good um, mm. but um my first photos were all posted on Instagram. They're all archived now because that's also your portfolio. So you don't want that stuff on there. Um, mm. But seeing it all now, it's like, wow, you you definitely can see the potential you had that was going, that wasn't being used. Yeah. Like, especially my first photo I ever took and posted is a picture of, uh, it's a super close up of this disgusting, um, but it's a super close up of this per- random person that I met on the side of the street that I walked up to and was like, you look cool. Can I take a picture of you? And he was like, yeah, sick. Uh, and it's like, like I can see what I was trying to do, Yeah. but it did not, it was not <laughs> executed well. Um, <laughs> right. And it was just like a sense of, I just didn't really know. I'm going to see if I can find it actually. Uh, it was mm. just a sense of like, I didn't know what I was doing and that's fine. Like you, it's okay to not know what you're doing. Um, mm. And I got feedback on that photo and people were like, oh, this is what you can do to, to fix that. Let me see if I can, is that going to work? It, you can kind of get the vibe yeah, from it kind from of. that. Mm. Where, where is it in focus? Look, if I put it right up there, it's super <laughs> not in focus. There we go. That's kind of in focus. You can kind of see it. Yeah, okay. Um, but it's like, it's just a picture of a dude and you can see, you can see me in his reflection, which is... Oh. <laughs> not really what you want and it's super oversaturated and it's a terrible crop and it's just it's uh, yeah there's like the potential for a good photo was there 
but I mm. I wasted it by being inexperienced, which is absolutely an a okay excuse. But yeah, for sure, it's always mm. it's good to look back on that sort of thing. I guess. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's let's stop with this with the reminiscing um, and looking back on the <laughs> yeah. past. Let's look at the future because that's more exciting. Sure. Um. um well, yeah. Going back to that. Um. The noise filter thing. Yeah. We sort of jumped off that. <laughs> we did. We got excited. Um, yeah. I oh, I looked... I tried to look into a bit of how that works, mm-hmm. um, but... You're talking about the RTX uh, voice yeah, the, get noise cancelling thingy, right? Yep. Yeah. How, you know, how it cuts out that much background noise, and I, I don't know. I couldn't find much on how, mm. um, but like normal... No, I'm guessing it's similar to like noise cancelling headphones. Well, just on the on the RTX voice thing, it's it's obviously all proprietary at the moment, so we really don't know much about it. But from what I mm. understand about it, it uses AI learning and that sort of thing, and, and kind of cuts out, yeah, kind okay. of sifts sifts through the audio and cuts out the noises that it knows are not supposed to be there. I guess right, yeah. So uh, must be crazy algorithms to get that yeah. right. Um, but so it must. So that means that it would be similar to um noise cancelling headphones and things like that because they um you know how you like you they're designed to be worn on a plane and things like that mm-hmm. and buses and um when you have that really like low low hum. Yeah. yeah so what it does is it there's a little microphone in the headphones um and it picks up that low hum and it sort of there's an algorithm in there that identifies that and then it plays it in your headphones but it um uh, does a complete flip of the waveform so a 180 degree flip of the waveform and when when that low hum when you can hear the low hum and then the the flipped waveform so when when you're hearing the wait <laughs> when you're hearing the original <laughs> waveform and the flipped one at the same time they cancel, they cancel out. out right yeah so you can't you don't hear it anymore yeah right so huh. i'm guessing that's probably how um this one works as well. It just it picks up those, um, you know, the background noise and and stuff like that, and then it'll flip that the waveform for that, and then play it through um, the other side, and it cancels out, so you get no noise. That's um, really cool. Yeah, that's a really so, interesting way of doing it as well, in terms of mm-hmm. like reverse engineering, because you'd you'd think it just because the the easy way to do it would just to be to cut out the low frequencies, but then you'd lose some of the sound in the voice, right? Yeah, well, I assume I'm just speaking. I'm speaking from my very limited sound knowledge of <laughs> making films and videos and stuff. Like that's it. Yeah, well, like if you're listening to music, in you know, if you turn the noise cancelling on your on your headphones and um and you're listening to music, it doesn't lose any bass mm. in your headphones. So it's not yeah. it's not just you know, if you were to cut um just do a low frequency cut, you'd probably still get high pitched hisses from like planes and stuff but um, yeah but yeah but then because that's what i do for work for like because obviously mm. like sometimes you just get audio clips that you just have to make work um and that's yeah, what i'll do if sure. there's like an aircon rumble in the background or something like that i just cut the low frequencies and then boost the mid-range yeah that's always yeah that's the easiest way to process um i guess what is this talking talking into a mic um Cutting low frequencies always get rid of yeah. aircon noise and whatever else is in the room. But, yeah, right. But yeah, so that's yeah, that's how noise cancelling works. It plays the frequency, plays the the waveforms, but 
inverted so it cancels it out because when mm. you when you put headphones on and you haven't turned the noise cancelling on you can still hear the rumble yeah so if you were to low pass uh high pass which is cut out the low frequencies um you'd still be able to hear it because you'd right, hear it from you're outside the headphones. In real life yeah that makes sense yeah yeah so that when it flips it and then your ears are hearing both the flipped and the the original sound it it cancels Right, so it's just like a really good auditory auditory illusion, basically. Yeah, pretty much. That's really cool. Yeah, that's funky. It's really cool how that works. That's actually how similar to how um, uh, XLR cables work. So um, how how so? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what this. I actually don't know what you're talking about right now. Um, so if you have an X an XLR, like you know what they are, right? The normal this. microphone leads. Yeah, the one you have. I don't have one because mine's... Yeah. Um, let me see if... I, can, I wonder if I can show it without making awful sound. No, I can't. I mean, okay. I have one somewhere. Oh, I actually also have one. Hang on. Okay. Goodbye. Um, yeah, so they... Because our XLRs are balanced cables, balanced connections. All right. Um, so, for the video podcast... Oh, hang on. It's got to be in focus. That's an XLR cable. So it's the one That's with... one end. Yeah, it's, this is a XLR to 3.5 millimeter jack. So I can't, I can't oh. show the other end, unfortunately. Right. This well, is one for, end's the mum, the one's female end, the, and the other's um, male end. Yeah. Like, that's my... Oh, that's oh, one of them. Yeah. That's, oh, it's for... Are. Well, it's for, my, it's for my shotgun mic, for my Rode... Red shotgun. Oh mic. yeah, because then it would plug into your. Um, I can go straight into computer. my camera. Oh, okay. I can record audio directly into um, into camera, which is handy. Mm. Um, yeah, but it's always a bit dodgy, so I don't really like doing it. Yeah, I'm, fair. I'm just gonna put this on the floor. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, yeah, but what um, do you what do you mean by that? That's how XLR cables work. Yeah, so XLR cables and TRS. So they're like um, guitar cables, you know, the quarter inch jack. Oh yeah, ones. like the yeah, <laughs> yes, like the <laughs> these ones. Um, yes, I just have all this shit on hand. This is great. <laughs> um, yeah, they're balanced, so they have two. Uh, you know, I'm probably gonna get this wrong, but like the XLRs have three pins, right? They have the they have two that audio run through and then one that's like the shield goes around the around yes. the inside. So if you open it up there'd be two two um It says one, two, two three going on through it. the middle. Yeah. So I think one and two. One and two are the actual two cables that are going the inside. Yep. And three is actually just the is a little uh metal shield that's around. I might be it. I might be able to actually focus this on camera. Hang on. Keep keep talking while I try this. Um, so yeah, there's, yeah, there's three pins and what it does is it carries the signal from one end to the other. Yeah, there you go. You can see it better now. Um, and, uh, pretty much what it'll pick up any freak, uh, any interference that comes from outside the, um, outside of the cable, it'll pick up and then when it gets to the other end, it'll flip it. Um, wait. Am I saying? Am I doing this right? I don't remember now. That's okay. 
I feel like we. I feel like you're getting the general gist of it, which is also fine. Yeah, I pretty. I think it's like um, it's the same signal goes down both cables, and then the interference that's picked up, um, through it at the other end, they it sort of flips. One of right. them flips, and the other doesn't. Others, other one doesn't. No, hang on. They. Okay, now I got it. I got okay, it. Okay, cool. This so, this is the final explanation from Joseph. <laughs> this is it. Sorry, guys. Um, so let's say it's a XLR plugged into my mic, mm-hmm. and when I'm talking into it, it'll run down through my interface and into my computer. Um, the two cables that are on the inside, there's a signal going through that's um, the original signal, and then one inverted one. And um, so when it gets to the other end, any interference is picked up. Uh, along the way sort of sticks with it and at the other end it flips the inverted one so right. you get so you get so, that cancel out effect yeah that so you now you have now you have two signals that are the same um but one of them one of them has uh well they both would have interference on them but now the interference is flipped is inverted right so that the interference cancels interference out cancels out itself yeah but you don't have but you still have the signal Right, and, and so that's, is, that's why you can. So is that why XLR cables are always preferred because they do that and USB mics don't? Uh, I'm not quite sure about USB mics because they're like fully digital. Yeah, but they, they'd probably do something like that digitally, but it would obviously not be as good if it's if it's digital compared to analog. I'd say so, but like that's why um, XLR cables are preferred rather than um, TS cables, which are. Right which are like guitar mics but you they're not balanced so you can't run them for for long distances without you know hearing interference whereas yeah. xlr um and trs cables you can run for i think 100 meters before you hear any interference in them so oh that's pretty cool yeah that's nice um yeah. can we just talk about how fucking sick my auto my manual focus skills were just then i'm pretty proud of myself did you but- focus it and then sit down and then it was just yeah. Boom. Well, okay. I had to do it. I had to get up again to like adjust it slightly, oh, but okay. like manually focused it onto the XLR cable and then manually focused it back. Fucking nailed it. <laughs> I am a professional, maybe. Yes. <laughs> Frankmenken.com. Check it out. I just redid it. <laughs> so just why? Redid, just redid my site and I'm very proud of it. Why don't you have autofocus on? Um, oh, I. I usually use autofocus because Canon autofocus is fucking incredible and it's much better than yeah. my eyeballs. Um, <laughs> but no, it's seriously, seriously it is yeah. like the, the, the EOS R, which is the one that I've just upgraded to, which is an incredible camera. Mm. And I don't have, unfortunately, we, well, we would have time, but I don't really want to talk about it that much. It's a great camera and I really recommend it to you. Um, but do your own research because there's a new R coming out. And if you are going to use the functionality of that camera, um, get that one instead, but I will never use the functionality that that camera gives, which is why I went for the cheaper version. Um, anyway, mm-hmm. that's a very long discussion, um, and I might bring that one up next week because that's a very long one. But yep. point being, the USR's autofocus capabilities are fantastic. It has eye autofocus, so it'll actually autofocus on your eyeball, um, which is huh. so helpful. Um, it's all electronic. It's great. Um, but the the I'm using the camera as a webcam which is a new feature that canon has just brought out um and it's officially licensed by canon and stuff so it's not going through um another program or anything it's literally there's nothing open on my computer my my camera is literally just plugged in through the um onboard usb into my computer and then um with a 
um, like a driver that I installed essentially. It just takes the signal mm. from that camera and uses it as a webcam. It's great. Right. Um, the the reason I can't use autofocus is because, and this was a very long-winded way to get to this point, is that the um, <laughs> the program is still in beta, so they haven't got autofocus down uh-huh. yet, um, right. which is why I'm using manual focus. My lens is technically yeah. on autofocus, and it works sometimes, um, mm. but it's very hit or miss. Like in with a normal, like if it was set up normally, if I put my hand up like this, it would yeah. focus on it. Yeah, but it's just it's just not. Yeah, right. I'm pretty sure um I'm pretty sure it's uh like contrast based but I'm I really don't know. I don't I'm not entirely sure how it's how it's working at the moment. Mm. Um either way, my image looks much nicer than yours, so <laughs> it does. It looks a lot nicer. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah. But would you is there any reason you would pick one of, like an autofocus or manual focus over the oh, other if like you're, now in this so, setting? N- like now? Yeah. Um well, full video manual focus is really always better anyway. Um, mm. But that's really... For what I'm doing, autofocus would be better because I'm alone. Um, right. And I, I can't really afford to be going up and turning. So, I'm very deliberately staying in the same spot. Like, I'm not moving. If I move back... He's fuzzy. I immediately get fuzzy. And if I move forward slightly, I immediately get fuzzy. Like, I have yeah. I have a range of about this much space for my face to be in. That's about Which 10 is, centimeters for audio listeners. Yeah, sorry, about 10 centimeters um, for my face to be in. Um, that's one because I have a very low aperture um, so that mm. I can get a nice blurred background. Um, and that, that's the only reason. I don't know why I said one. That's the only reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have a shallow focus plane because of that. Like you can see, you can even see it here that my hair is, is oh, kind of yeah. blurry. So it's literally, yeah. it, is, it is this part of my face. So it's, it's about five centimeters that's in focus. Um, yeah. which is, which is good. Um, but yeah. if you're, if you're shooting a film, if you, if you are filming someone else, mm. um, it's kind of up to you whether you want to use manual focus or autofocus. If you want to, sorry, my nose is so itchy. Um, <laughs> if, if you want to leave the shot in the hands of the autofocus and trust that it'll get it right, go for it. If you're mm. really anal about the shot and you want it to be perfect, go manual focus. It is completely a personal preference thing at this point. Um, yeah, okay. Cameras are, are very, very advanced with their autofocus right now. So it's mm. really... It, and if you want like a creative shot or something where everything's out of focus or you're focusing on something really specific, then you'll have to go manual. Um, right. But for the most part, it's, it's pretty much up to you. Yeah. You um, I want to talk about a movie, actually. Oh, okay. Um, so first, yeah. I have a question for you, Joe. Yes. Have you ever seen the original movie, The Shining, with Jack Nicholson? I have not. All right. Um, very <laughs> Does that mean <laughs> very disappointed. I should watch it and then we'll talk about it next week? Um, kind of. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, I want, so, the, the, Shining, the sequel to The Shining came out this year um, called Doctor Sleep uh, with um, Ewan McGregor. The Shining came out in, fuck, in the 70s? I was going to say, that's an old movie, isn't it? Y- yeah, it came out in 1980. The Shining came out. Right. Phenomenal film. Um, like mm. A plus Jack Nicholson is incredible. Um, but it's, it's such a good film. The, the sequel, the sequel came out recently. Um, and I watched yeah. it last night for the first time. And, um, it is incredible. It's very well done. Um, 
I really want to talk about it, but I might wait until you've seen it because I want to have an in-depth discussion about about The Shining. Okay. So, watch The Shining and watch Doctor Sleep. I promise you, you will like them. And this goes for everyone on the bo- that listens to this podcast as well. <laughs> watch The Shining and watch Doctor Sleep. Doctor um, Sleep. We will talk about these two movies next week. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. They are incredible films, and I really, really want to talk about them. Um, genuinely, yeah. some of and Ewan McGregor is in it. Ewan McGregor, if you don't know who he is. Um, plays Obi Wan Kenobi in yeah. the in the prequel yep. films. He's also the main character in the movie Train Spotting, um, and he's in a bunch of other shit. He's an incredible actor. Um, mm-hmm. And this is this is like Doctor Sleep is going to be one of the films that defines his career. I'm 100 percent certain about it. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna. Well, I, I said this after I finished watching it. Um, mm. Doctor Sleep is to you and McGregor's career what The Shining was to Jack Nicholson's career. Like it's going to be that that iconic. Oh, right. That okay. iconic film that everyone goes, that's them at their best. Oh, right. But it's it's mm. a very very good film. Okay. Um, I have, yeah, have to watch it. I have one more thing to talk about because I want I really want to skip that until you've seen them. Yep. Okay. Um, I have one more thing that I really want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you have anything else on your list that you want to bring up? Um, because we can probably do. We probably have time for two more things. Okay. Yeah, well, um, I wanted to talk about, you said, uh, wait, you released a book not long ago and that was really cool. And then not, a little bit after that, you put out a preset pack. Yes. Now, I don't know what that is. What a preset pack is? Well, I can kind of understand, but. So, okay. So, um, in Lightroom, when you edit a photo, mm. um, you're changing all these settings, right? And if you really want to keep the vibe of that photo you can save yep. it as a preset in Lightroom. It's literally a button. You press oh, okay. it and it goes... Um, it just saves. It just saves it as a preset and you can just apply that preset to any photo from that point on. Right. Very, very handy. Very helpful. Yeah. Um, hang on. I can actually do a, do a quick quick little demo on one of my photos. Because I know like audio stuff, plugins and things have presets as well. But how do you feel on using presets? Do you use them often? I or? literally, I edit all of my photos with presets. Right. Like, do you all like, of them. would you hit a preset and then do a little extra editing or just leave yeah, it? Yeah. So, so the preset is like your baseline, basically. So that's, that's your starting point. Um, yeah. Your preset is, is not the be all and end all, essentially, is, is yeah, the okay. gist of it. Um, so right. I can show on this, on this photo. So this, this photo is the, um, Hang on, sorry. I'm just, just getting it up. Um, yeah, but well, I, 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 I use... So I have three preset packs on my computer at the moment. Mm. One of those is Peter McKinnon's preset pack, which is mm-hmm. incredible. It's a great pack. Um, it has some incredible stuff in it. Um, and the other two are my own. Um, so one of them is just... Um, one of them is the one that I released recently, and the other one is one that I'm working on at the moment. Um, to be released. Right. So, um, and it's only got one preset pack preset in that pack at the moment. So it's not, not anything super exciting at the moment. So, mm. um, this is my Lightroom, um, which you can see it, mm-hmm. um, audio listeners. I'll try to, I'll try to describe everything, but we're really just talking about presets as a whole anyway. Yeah. Um, so for this photo, I would pick whichever one I like most. So, um, for this one, I think I ended up picking Brooklyn, which is one of my, one of my own presets, which you can get, um, in my preset pack, which is mm. uh, on my website, frankmencon.com slash store. Um, it's totally free. 
um, whatever, whatever you want. Um, no issues, no questions asked, basically. Mm. Um, but as you can see, like this is the preset that I used for this photo, right? Yeah. Um, and for the audio listeners, it basically is just just one of my presets that I've applied to the photo. But you can see how the final image is very different to the preset. The preset. Yeah. So what I've done is I've you can see on the right here all my values change when I press the preset. Oh yeah. So I've kept uh, what I've basically done for this image is I've kept the colors of the mm. image, but I've changed the exposure of it. So right. I've used this as my baseline and then I've created an image around that, which is basically the idea for presets as a whole anyway, is that you use them as your starting block and then you build your image from there. Mm. Right. And then, but I try to like every, every, every now and then I try to create my own image. Yeah. Um, with with without using my old presets and stuff because if you if you keep using your own pre, your old presets your photos are all going to look the same. Yeah. Um mm. so that's why I like making those preset packs because then I go okay that preset that preset pack is done now I can still use that but I have to start making a new one now. Right. Cool. But that preset pack that I released is like 2 years worth of presets for free. Jeez. So it's how, that, there's a lot of work in there. How many is normally you know I guess a pack about what I have, about 12. 12, okay. Um, Peter, Mc, Peter McKinnon's that I have has 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. His has 15. Right. His is like his is like 25 USD, so like mm. 40 Australian, give or take. Um, the one that I uploaded has 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Mine has 13, the one that I uploaded. Mm. My second one, which I'm not sure when is going to be released, has 1. 1. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess I just wanted to ask because I like I've sort of tried to stay away from presets with doing my stuff, audio right. stuff. Um, although they're there, I find that they can be. Um, they can misleading. very easily become a crutch. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, so, like, we have. Let's say I'm putting on a compressor, which will just compress the. Um, yeah. The audio and will. What's the word? Um, reduce the dynamic range of the audio. Um, there's one, I remember one on there called like, you can do like a kick one or a, there's a vocal vocal ones. There's just complete flatteners for vocals and things like that. And you sort of put it on, you're like, oh, wow, this sounds louder. But um, I find it's just not what I need. Yeah. And I've found that my work is a lot better from doing it from scratch. Yeah. Now. I guess I guess when I didn't know what you know each of the knobs were doing, you know, attack, release, threshold, makeup gain, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um. But yeah, now that I sort of know what each of them are doing, I find it really, I can it can be distracting to do yeah. to use presets and misleading. Yeah, I um, get that. I didn't. I actually didn't use presets until I knew how to edit all of my photos without them. Okay. I didn't. I didn't use presets until I was able to make my own. Yeah, which I right. think is is much more important. Um, mm. The 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 reason I got I literally got the Peter McKinnon one for one preset that I <laughs> that, <laughs> that I that I really wanted. Um, yeah, and I usually with with that sort of thing I try to replicate the preset myself. So I see mm. I look at the picture and I put them side by side and I try to replicate the colors and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but there was, there was literally one where I was like, oh, I want that vibe for a picture. And then I, <laughs> I couldn't get it right. So I was like, fuck it. I'll just pay for it. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, I think it's important to, to support artists in that way as well. Yeah. Um, but my next my next preset pack is going to be paid. This is I I thought I would I'd give out my first one because I was like, um, I don't know. I just I I think it's important to to give that sort of thing away, especially for mm. new photographers. And I assume you f- you feel rather similar. Yeah. In terms of like for sure, I feel like I'm at a point in my career where there are things that I'm willing to give away that are mm. not my expertise, like things like um. Like I will not, I'm, I'm never doing an unpaid shoot now. I don't mm. do unpaid editing. I don't do unpaid um, like video editing or anything. Like those are the things where I'm like, okay, I, I, I have a level of knowledge above other people's, above the average now. Um, and that's not in like a, oh, I'm smarter than you way, but that's in a, I have a, um, what's the word? Like a billable skill now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm sure you feel, you feel similarly in terms of like, sound engineering and stuff like that. There's just stuff that you know, you know that other people don't. Yeah, for sure. Um, mm. And for me, that's like, okay, I will, that, and like what I said, that I'll never do an unpaid shoot again, but I'm absolutely okay to give away my first 12 presets because I think it's important to share that sort of thing for free with people. Mm. Um, especially because it means that people can be like, oh shit, okay, they actually care about their community. Yeah. Um, and they care about the, 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 what's the word? Like the, the community that they're cultivating, you know? Yeah. I think it's important to give back to the people that, and especially in the world of photography, like I have a lot of random photographers that just follow me on my photography page, which mm. is great, which I love because I love seeing their work and that sort of yeah. thing. Um, and I think it's important to give back to them yeah, um, sure. in terms of like, if you like my photos, here's literally all the presets I use to make them. The yeah. only difference between you and me now is your creativity. Mm. Like, yeah, I've now taken cool away, the, yeah, I've taken away mm. the barrier of that, difficulty to learn of how to edit like i've literally yeah. i've now given you the tools to do it so now you have no excuse to not do it hmm. yeah. yeah it's cool yeah but i think it's i think it's important to um to to to, to talk about and to bring up and it's like giving away work for free and when that's important yeah yeah mm. i think we spoke more about that in another you know yeah we know we definitely too. did but it's um yeah. it's it's always relevant i feel like mm. um there was one. There was one thing that you mentioned before the podcast that that we haven't brought up, and I really want to talk about that. Um, is that in my recent work, I've yeah. started showing the process of how I, of how I like do do everything. Yes. Um. So now when I when I post my photos now, um, I post the photo with a caption, and then the second slide is a video of the entire process. Um, mm. and it's very fast. It's very sped up, but you can slow it down if you want to and learn exactly what's happening. Um, and that's, and that, and that's why I kind of segued into this with the, um, preset pack. I think it's the yeah. same thing. It's like, I, just because I have eight years of practice under my belt mm. doesn't mean that I am better than you. Doesn't mean that I am more experienced. Well, it means that I'm more experienced than you, but doesn't mean that you don't have the ability to do this. Yeah. Right. Like mm. these are the skills that you have and the skills that I have are the accumulation of years and years of slow, slow progress. It's like chiseling away at a piece of stone. Yeah. Um, and, and I think it's important to show particularly with, with photos and with video mm. that my process is the exact same as yours. It's just longer and more complicated because I have more experience. Yeah. That's it. And there mm. are so many people that are better than me. So many, mm. and I like 
am totally fine with that because I love seeing their work. Like, um, if I go on Instagram and I scroll, I'm like, oh, that photographer is better than me. That photographer is better than me. But you've got to realize that their editing style is different. Their shooting style is different. Like, there are going to be people that prefer my style over their style. Yeah. And I'm sure that's the same with your world if, with sound and stuff because there's going mm-hmm. to be people that like your way of mixing over someone else's. Like, what, do you, what yeah. are your thoughts with, like, in terms of giving away your creative process? Yeah, that was something I've been thinking about a bit recently as, as well with putting it up on social media and things like that because, yeah, it's like, although it's always going to be different to other people's and, and you, everyone's got their own sound or own image, own, you know what yeah. I mean? Own their own style. Voice. Yeah. Um, but I've lost my train of thought now. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got their own, yeah. Um, you can do it. I believe in you. Um, creative process and like giving away media. your creative process. Everyone's got their own voice. Yeah. Um, so you know, if you put putting your things up, is that is that showing other people how you get your your sound? I guess as a producer, or yeah, I don't know. That's something I've been struggling with. I guess. Like a in bit. terms of in terms of if I'm showing my creative process and am I giving am I giving away everything that I'm worth? Yeah, right. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. Hmm. Because I'm like I've developed my sound and and the way I see it is now I'm kind of giving away how I get it. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, I yeah, do. I, I do think that's kind of different with the sound world because hmm. the th- like the difference with with what I do is that. Um, the editing is is just half half of what I do, and arguably yeah. it's the most important half. But there's a whole side that you don't see, like the creative process, me coming up with the idea, me doing the idea, the ideas that I have. If someone copies it, then I know that that's copied. Mm. But if you like your creative process is one thing, whereas mine is two. Yeah, and I feel yeah. like that's that's where the difference lies in terms of sound is that. Um, by showing your creative process, it's it's immediately like, oh well, they can just sound like me now. Yeah, yeah. But then, sure. then does that bring it full circle to copyright and intellectual property? Because is that because you've created that sound? Is that now your sound? Uh, <laughs> copyright. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Copyright. You'd think so, but it's it's a hard one. I guess it it depends on what it is that defines your sound. So someone like. Um, uh, DJ Khaled, where he yells that at the beginning of all of his. Oh yeah, you you couldn't do songs. that. Absolutely not. No. Um, but then I don't know a producer like, um, what's that guy that? Oh, I can't think of names now. No, but yeah, but someone, someone else who doesn't who or maybe a mix engineer who doesn't um put any sort of vocals or anything like they sort of just get the stems, get the audio files, and yeah. then they they make it sound good. Um, they'll have all have a sound. Um, yeah, but so is it only your sound if you brand it, or I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I guess this their sound would also come from the gear they're using, especially yeah. top engineers. They have just racks of like outboard analog gear and all this sort of stuff. So I guess the combination of of what you're using would also define what your thing sounds like. So do you have to, you know. If you're gonna try and copy them, do you have to get all the gear that they have? Yeah, know, right. Millions of dollars worth of gear, sort of thing. Mm. Um, yeah, I feel like that also translates with with the camera world because, 
Like, mm. gear obviously makes a difference. Like, the lens that I have is, like, not, like not me flexing, but it's fucking expensive. And mm. you just cannot, you, you can't get that quality with a cheaper lens. And I think that that's the same with, with, with sound is that like, there's just things that there's things that a beginner just won't be able to do. Yeah. Yeah. For with, sure. And yeah. even just, just, um, the difference between analog and digital, although it's getting smaller and smaller, the difference, I think there will always be one because, you know, analog, there's just room for error, I guess. Yeah. Um, and there's just a sort of realness, real sound to it. Yeah, right. Um, compared to digital, where it kind of sounds a little thinner and it's just ones and zeros rather than... Rather than you know, like physical sound waves, yeah. Yeah, like electrons going through a, yeah. through a piece of copper sort of thing. Yeah, right. Um, so, Interesting. Yeah. All right, I want to I want to talk about this a little bit more next week, but I think we yeah. need to wrap it up now. I think um, yeah. I was going to talk about APS-C slash full frame sensors this week as well, but we we didn't get to that. I think we talked about mm. a lot more interesting stuff today, though, which is good. Yeah. Um, good. I want to I want to bring this this um this sharing your sharing your creative process up again next week. I think we're gonna we should open with that next week. Yeah. Uh, right. Because uh, it's a very interesting discussion, and I want to bring it up more. It is. Um, but. Without further ado, that brings us to the end of this episode. Um, it does. Started out a bit wild, got a bit deeper <laughs> towards the end. Um, that was fun. That was a good episode. Um, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Check out my my Instagram, um, <laughs> at BeFrankMankin <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> oh, I'm posting all my work um, as much as I can. It's very exciting um, and my work is getting much better. Joe, do you mm-hmm. have anything you mm-hmm. want to plug? Uh, the YouTube. Plug the oh, photo yeah. show YouTube. Um yeah, watch the this, video podcast to see all the stuff that you missed, like me focusing on XLR plugs. Yes, and looking at <laughs> Frank's dodgy background. Woo! All right. <laughs> um, all right, sweet. We'll see you all next week. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.